Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
because we don't take them to God in prayer. Sometimes we take them, but we pray amiss. Just open your mouth and pray to God. That's the word of God is coming today. God himself will open your heart to receive the word in the name of Jesus. That wherever there has been dryness, the Lord himself will rain upon you. Let the word come to do what it is sent to do in your life. Somebody pray, open your mouth and pray. Pray in tongues, pray and ask God, ask God to, to, to bless you, ask God to give you his word. Father, we thank you, Father, we thank you, Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you that you are there for us, Lord. We thank you, we bless you, we magnify you, Lord. We glorify you, my Ancient of days, as old as you are, as old as you are, you somebody just worship God with this song, just worship Him. Ancient of days, as 
Your hands and yes, worship Him. He who sits on the throne forever, we are here in His presence. Lift up your hands, lift up your hands and yes, worship Him. So He is the ancient of days. Yes, He remains the same. Heaven and earth will pass away, but He remains forever. As You are, as old as You are. worship him so you are here you say if we do not worship him you will raise up souls to worship him so somebody just worship him just give him your love just love him you love him just adore him oh Thank you for this afternoon. Indeed, you are the ancient of days. Father, heaven and earth will pass away, but you remain the same. You remain forever. We are here to worship you. Father, that is one thing you cannot do for yourself. And you said in your word, if we do not worship you, if we do not praise you, you will raise up stones to worship you. Father, we will not wait for you to raise up stones. Our Father, we bless you this afternoon. Father, we magnify you this afternoon. We say, indeed, you are good. Indeed, you are God. Indeed, you are faithful. Father God, we love you. Father, we love you. Father, we love you. Father, we adore you. As your word is coming to us, Father, open our hearts. Speak to us your word. Your word that is able to save us, Lord. Father, may I not speak my own wisdom, Lord. Put your word in my mouth, Lord. Speak to your people, Lord. Father, God, bring healing to us. Bring deliverance to us. Bring salvation to us. In the name of Jesus. May none that hear the sound of my voice live here the same. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. And everyone will say amen. Amen. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. And let's take our seats. Indeed, he's the ancient of days. There is none like him. Amen. Heaven and earth will come and go. Kingdom will rise, kingdom will go. Amen. But our God remains forever. Hallelujah. Presidents will come, presidents will go. But our God remains forever. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow, they give him in time. <laughs> I think I'm known for not <laughs> finishing my messages, huh? Oh, dear. You know, amazing thing is that when you, I'm coming to me, I'm like, I'll run out of words. I'll get to, I will, know, don't, I will not know what to say. But rather, 
That means it's not me. Hallelujah. It is not me. Wherever we get, we will stop. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm just going to continue the morning service message. I'm just going because I prepared a different message for the second service, but I didn't get no way. So I believe that let's finish it. Amen. And then it's our church. We are not in a hurry to finish the Bible, isn't it? Amen. Okay. I'm preaching from uh, the, uh, our bishop, our prophet, his book, How to Become a Strong Christian. Amen. To me, that's one of the best books. I don't know about you, but to me, how to be, every page that you open in this book speaks volume. Amen. Speaks volume. How to become a strong Christian. And um, we're going to study from uh, chapter 8. And it says how you can become how you can be a zealous Christian. Amen. And our key scripture is Galatians 4.18. Please, if you can project that. Galatians 4.18. I will try to hurry so I can cover as much as I can. Amen. Galatians 4.18. Pastor Nana, please help us out. 4. Good to be zealously affected, always in a good thing. And not only when I am present with you. Hallelujah. Amen. It is good to be zealously affected, always in a good thing, and not only when I'm present with you. For the sake of those who were not here, we kind of try to define uh, what it means to be zealous. Amen. 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 And Antiama said to be on fire. fire. I saw Antiama doing like that, you know. Fire. <laughs> I mean, you have to be on fire. Amen. Amen. To be zealous. Amen. You know, you have to be on fire. You have to uh, have... Uh, what is the stronger word? Passionate. passionate. Amen. About zealously affected always. And the word is saying always. Amen. All the time. That means that there is a, a, a requirement for consistency. Amen. Amen. Not one day cold, one day hot. But all the time we should be zealously affected Amen. in a good thing. Not in a bad thing. Some people are affected in a bad thing. We can see those who bombed the World Trade Center. You can see that they are zealously affected, even to the point of death. But it, is, it was in the bad thing. Amen. Amen. But we have been encouraged. We have been encouraged by our Father that we should be zealously affected in a good thing. Only in a good thing. Amen. Amen. And always. And then the others, uh, uh, where that key word that we wanted to look at was um, not only... When I'm present with you, hallelujah. As some of us have the habits of doing, that when we see our pastor, we do good things only in the presence of others. Amen. Yeah, only in the presence of others. But then he said that not only, Paul was the one speaking, he said, not only when I'm present with you. Amen. That means whether there is your, your pastor is there or not, you have to be zealously affected. Whether somebody's watching you or not. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Whether somebody's saying thank you or not. Hallelujah. Amen. Whether somebody's acknowledging you or not. The word is saying we should be zealously affected. Always. All the time. Always. Hallelujah. In a good thing. Hallelujah. 
And I said that as students, you know, if you're a student here, youth here, when you leave home and you go to school, you have to be zealously affected in the good things that you know. Continue in them. Hallelujah. Amen. Not because your parents are not there. So all the good things that you learned, you're going to drop them. And now you join yourself to the crowd and, and become a guy. Guy, guy. That will affect your grace. That will not lead anywhere. Amen. It is a good thing to be zealously affected always. Amen. And then I said that most of the time, I said Jesus, you know, and Paul are our examples in the Bible. And I said that most of the time when we give our lives to Christ, in the initial stages, we are all, you know, zealously affected. We, we, we love the Lord. We are on fire. We are witnessing. We are telling people about the Lord. Uh, church is opening. We are there. We are sweeping the floor. Everything. Name it. You see, but as time goes on, we realize that our zeal, our zeal, you see, we are so in the Lord, though, and we are all serving God, but our passion, the first love, the proton, yeah, the first love, the things that, it's not the same if you'll be sincere to yourself. Why is this so? Why is this so? And we read from uh, Matthew 24, some of the things that comes to affect us. Matthew 24, from 3. Matthew 24, 3. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, what shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. So deception, increase of deception. Okay, let's go on. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. Verse 7. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines, and pestilence, and earthquakes in diverse places. And these are the beginning of sorrows. Verse 9. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. Hmm. Verse 11. And many false prophets shall rise, shall rise and deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah. You see, the Lord knows. He said, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. So God knows that all these things will come to challenge our faith, will come to challenge our stand, will come to challenge our zealousness, our love, will come to affect us. Amen. But his word is encouraging that we have to rise above it. Amen. The, 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 um, the heartache, the pains, the, the troubles, 
the deception, you know, it shall increase. False prophets, people that are in the ministry for money, they are all over. If you are not careful, you'll be affected. Hallelujah. You'll be affected. When you see the good ones, you miss them with the bad ones and insult all of them. Hallelujah. And you see, one thing that caught my attention, she says that uh, people will be delivered, which um, verse was, he says that you'll be delivered uh, to be killed and all that. He says, and there shall be many offenders and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound. Okay, verse 9. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. For my name's sake. You'll be hated. You'll be delivered to be killed and all that. For my name's sake. Hallelujah. And if we are not careful. If you are not, we go through a lot of tribulation because maybe uh, 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 you are a Christian or maybe whatever. We give up on God. I've been praying. Why should you, they kill you? When God can deliver you and save you. Hallelujah. Why should God sit down for you to be killed? For you to be tortured? For you to be, do, you know, all that for his name's sake. And because of that, many will be offended. All these things come in. You see, you are, we haven't been killed. We haven't been tortured. But sometimes we are praying and it looks like our prayers bounce up and come. It goes up and bounce on us. And like, God, what should we do again? What is it? Hallelujah. And we get so much discouraged. They are all part of the offenses that we have within. It's like God doesn't like me or God cries. Is he there? Does he know me? I heard a, a man of God saying that somebody was so down that he went to the man of God and it's like, if you see God, ask him whether he knows me. <laughs> the God who created you doesn't know you. Because he was so down, so depressed. It's like, where are you? All these things will come. But the word of God is telling us that we should hold on. We should trust him, which when you have a call 3, 17, 19. I want us to move on to that. Have a call 3. It says here, although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall the fruit be in the vines. The labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no head in the stars. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. Yet I will, because there is a choice there. It depends on you, what you choose to do. He said, although things may not be all right, your husband may be beating you. Your wife may be abusing you. Hallelujah. There will be no money in the account at times. You are dry and you are asking God, <laughs> where are you? He says, yeah, yet, yet will lie. Amen. The fruit will not, uh, the, the trees will not bear no fruit. Nothing is happening. You can see in your life that what is happening? Nothing. 
Yet the word of God says, yet will I choose. Hallelujah. He said, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Hallelujah. I will joy in it, in him. He said, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord, if we can keep our joy, if we can keep our joy, in that joy we have strength. In that joy we have power. In that joy we have our zeal. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord. And 1 Corinthians 10, 13 also encourages us. It says here that they have no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able. But will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. Hallelujah. Amen. God is faithful. Amen. I say there has not been no temptation taking you. But such that is common. There is nothing that we go through that is not common to humankind or man. Hallelujah. There is nothing that is, we've been going through. If it's a lack of money, if uh, cash broke or whatever, it happens to everybody. Amen. Those who are believers, those who are not believers, they are even worse than us. Nothing new. If it's sicknesses, so far as we are in this body of flesh, there are so many things that we do. Okay, some of the sources are from the, from the devil, we know that. Others are from ourselves. We work, 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 work to withdraw. Others are ourselves, the things we eat. Hallelujah. So it's common to man. Common. It's common. What is it? Your car will break down. Your car also break down. You see, but the good thing is that who is behind you makes a difference. Hallelujah. Who is standing behind you? It happens to all of them all. But then the word is telling us that our God is faithful. Amen. Turn to somebody and tell somebody that your God and my God is faithful. Our God is faithful. And he will come through for you. Amen. Amen. Our God is faithful. You see, so if you think that you are in Christ and you are having so much problems, so you want to go out there, hey, be careful. Amen. But for you at least, when you go through, you have somewhere to pray. You have a God to go to, to tell him all your needs, to cry upon him. Amen. You have a hope. Hallelujah. Amen. What about them? That's why we go through the same thing. Many of them end up killing themselves. Hallelujah. Many end up killing themselves. By the grace of God, we stand. By the grace of God, the same thing that we are going through. All faces the same challenges. But the end products are different because of who is backing you. Hallelujah. So we have a, a hope. As long as there is life, we cannot give up. Amen. Amen. God is faithful. Our God is faithful. Job 14.1. Job says something here. It says a man that is born of a woman 
It's a few days and full of trouble. Hallelujah. Full of trouble. It happens to everyone. That who backs you makes the difference. Hallelujah. So let's strive to keep our joy. And let's be zealous. Amen. Zealous in a good thing. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We thank God. We thank God. And Bishop was saying here in the book that a man without a zeal has no joy. A man without a zeal has no joy. So we have to strive to keep our zeal in Jesus' name. Amen. Weeping may endure for a, a night, but joy will come in the morning. Hallelujah. So whatever you are going through, there is an end to it. Amen. There is an end. I came to encourage somebody that there is an end. So don't let that weigh on you and, and, and bring you so down that you don't know whether you are coming or going. Hallelujah. Let's stay in the Lord properly and serve him well. That is when we will see the reward of his, our service. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We thank God. We thank God. So we are going to move on uh, to look at the keys that will help us to become a zealous Christian. Do we need the keys? Okay. The first point I want us to you know, consider is be zealous by not comparing yourself with another, other Christians. Hallelujah. Be zealous by not comparing yourself with other Christians. What is saying that when you don't compare yourself one to another, you understand, you are in a safer place. Hallelujah. Why is the Bible saying so? Why did uh, the bishop say that? 2 Corinthians 10, 12. For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves. Some that commend themselves. But they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. Hallelujah. If we measure ourselves to ourselves, the Bible is telling us that we are, we, we are not wise. We are not doing a wise thing. Hallelujah. Amen. Why is this so? Because many of us are average Christians. Whom are you measuring yourself with or to? Whom are you comparing yourself to? Who is your yardstick? Hallelujah. Many of us, we are all, many of us are average. So if you also cook yourself to an average Christian, you are comparing yourself to, with the person. You may think that, oh, we are all the same. So we take comfort in that, isn't it? We take comfort in that because the person you are measuring is like this and you are also like that. So we are all equal. Standard. And we are all moving on, thinking that we are doing something. That's what the Bible is saying. Comparing ourselves with ourselves, we are not wise. Hallelujah. Just as many of us parents, we hear, like your children will go to school and come and you know, have an exam, a test, whatever, and they come. The first thing is that, oh, everybody failed. 
<laughs> it's like they are all happy. You know, we all bumped. <laughs> you are looking for a companion. You see? Meanwhile, out of the people who bombed, some got 98. Some got 95. You see, so we take courage when we are all failing, when we are all not doing well. So we look for our standards and hook ourselves with. And the Bible says, comparing ourselves with ourselves, we are not behaving wisely. When, when I get that from my case, I'm like, what was the highest grade? Who got the highest? So when you came, why didn't you tell me that that was the highest grade? Then how much did you get? But rather, they would come to that level, look at the people that they did well, and I mean, they did better than them, and then they so everybody, the whole class, and we take comfort. That's what we do as Christians. Hallelujah. I'm not going to the prayer meeting. Are you going? God forgive us. Amen. So we comparing ourselves to ourselves are not wise. Why is this so? Why is this so? A, many, the A part is many Christians are average. So when we do that, we are making a mistake. Amen. And then that will affect our zeal. Okay. The Bible tells us Hebrews 12, 2. It gives us a measuring yard that we cannot go wrong with it. Hebrews 12, 2. We shouldn't compare ourselves to ourselves, but rather Hebrews 12, 2. Pastor Nana, help us, please. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, desp despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, for consider him that endures such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. Hallelujah. The fainting is not, you see, it's in your mind first and affects you. What you do. Prayer meeting, whether you come on the line or not. You've already decided. You pray that you didn't get no results. So uh, let me sleep. You look at the time, it's four o'clock. You cover yourself and turn to the other side. Because you prayed and it looks like the answers have not come. God, when God answers what I've already prayed, <laughs> I will continue. Prayer is not about asking, just asking for your needs. No, it's about building a relationship with God. Hallelujah. So those of us who are not coming on prayer line, please make a point and come because that is your relationship. You are building a relationship with God and you cannot spend time with God if you don't know him. He would tell us, we don't want to hear that, uh, uh, depart from me, I don't know you. You don't want to hear that. Amen. We want God to know us by our prayers, by our uh, meditation of the scriptures and doing the word and being on fire for him. Hallelujah. Amen. So why is it so? So Jesus is our measuring yard. We have to compare ourselves to him. He was God and he is God. And yet he came, humbled himself, went through all the troubles. He could have stopped it one time. 
even on the cross, he could have commanded whatever and come down. Why should he die on the cross? That shameful death. But he did that for you and for me. Hallelujah. Isn't our God wonderful? Let's put our hands together for him. Our God is great. Our God is great. Which of the gods died for their followers? None but Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. And the second point I want us to look at is we, we all of us, we have different assignments. Amen. So we cannot compare ourselves to each other. We have different assignments. Uh, Ephesians 2.10. Ephesians 2.10 say, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, on, unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in it. Amen. In them. So there is a good work that God has prepared for you. A specific good work for you to do. So if you are going to, maybe God has called me to carry water and he has called you to sweep the floor. You are going to compare yourself. Looking at the number of times I, compare, I bring water to, to, to the house. You understand? And you are sweeping maybe every day and thinking, oh, help me Pamela cry. He doesn't carry so much water as I do. So um, I'm doing well. Compared to myself to her, I am better. You understand? I am better. We have different assignments and different calls. Hallelujah. So we cannot compare ourselves to one another. And when we do that, we will keep our zeal, our zeal for the Lord. Amen. And also, we have been called to different race. We are not all running the same race. There's a race set before us according to Hebrews 12.1. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Hallelujah. So we have different race, different assignments, so we cannot compare ourselves to each other. Isn't it so? And then we, are, we also have different talents. Hallelujah. According to Matthew 25, 14. From 14, you see, we have different talents. We will move on. You, some may have one, you know, but you can make note of that. We, some have one, some have ten. That's right. Hallelujah. Amen. If you think that you're one, uh, 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 the, the, the person who has one, you are going to compare yourself to the person who has ten. You are not doing a wise thing. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. So we cannot compare ourselves to one another. Hallelujah. And then we also have, we have been called at different times and seasons. How many of us know that we all didn't become born again at the same time? No. We are all not on the same level. Our understanding of the word is not the same. Hallelujah. So how do I compare myself with you if we were not born on the same and our growth is not the same? We are not on the same level. I may have been a Christian for 20 years. You may have been a Christian for two years or four years or five years. Can I compare myself? I may be looking at you five years and thinking that I'm doing very well. And I've been in the law for more than 20 years. What have I been doing? If I compare myself to the person who is just born again, I'm not being wise. Hallelujah. I'm not being wise. So we cannot compare ourselves one to another. How many minutes do I have, please? 
so I know which one to skip and which one to. Let's read uh, Matthew 20, 1 to 9, please. Matthew 20, 1 to 9. Matthew chapter 20, verse 1 to 9. For the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder, which went out early in the morning to hire laborers into his vineyard. And when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny, for a, penny a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right I will give you. And they went their way. Again, he went out about the sixth and the ninth hour and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour he went out and found others standing idle and said unto them, Why standing ye here all the day idle? They say unto him, Because no man hath hired us. He said unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, that shall ye receive. Verse 8. So when evening was come, the Lord of the vineyard said unto his steward, Call the laborers, and give them their hire, beginning from the last unto the first. And when they came, and when they came that were hired about the eleventh hour, they received every man a penny. Hallelujah. So we can see that we were all called differently at different times. And even husbands and wives. Amen. Amen. You were not called on the same day. And we have to be careful that we don't let our partners affect us. Hallelujah. Because it's a temporal arrangement on this earth. And if we are going to allow this temporal arrangement to affect our eternal destination, then it's a problem. Hallelujah. Yeah, we were not called. When we stand before God, we will stand before him individually. And Bishop said, no two people or husband and wife or uh, me die together. It's not likely that both of you will die together. God forbid, unless in a crash or something. God forbid. Hallelujah. But normally you stand. So you, you, you can't, you know, Use your husband as a yastic. Maybe he doesn't go to church and you come to church. So you look at him. Oh, today I'm not going to church because you look at the, your neighbor. <laughs> your neighbor has not been in church for, for, for a while. And you have seen yourself that you come on. So you see yourself, compare yourself to me like I'm better. Today I can also take a break. Hallelujah. I can rest. We cannot rest. Hallelujah. We have to be zealously affected always in a good thing. Amen. That's what the Bible tells us that if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. If your eye is causing you to you see there are some relationships you cannot cut it off like that but you have to be wise in it. Hallelujah. So that you don't end up in the same place. We have to look at a good measuring yard and measure ourselves and Jesus Christ he is the author and the finisher of our faith. He's the only correct measuring uh, uh, system that we can measure ourselves with. Hallelujah. Amen. The second thing that we can look at is be zealous by believing that you can die at any time. Wow. Luke 12, 16, please. 
you can die at any time. And because of that, we have to be zealous. We have to keep that in our mind. We can be called home at any time. Please Luke go. chapter 12, verse 16. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. Verse 18. And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my bands and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. 19. And I will say to my soul, So, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thy ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? Verse 21. That's okay. Hallelujah. Amen. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall those sins be which thou hast provided? Hallelujah. And you see, it's, it's so sad that the very things that we try to acquire, and because of that, we are not able to get time to serve the Lord the way we're supposed to serve. But at the end of the day, we're going to leave all of them down here behind. Hallelujah. We are going to leave them behind. This man had goose. He, he, he has worked for his goose, built bands and all that, telling his soul to rest. You see? Telling, yeah, taking it easy. But God said, tonight your soul will be required. And all the things that you have gathered, whose are they going to be? Hallelujah. The things that stopped us from being zealous are for God. Because the time that we are supposed to come to church, we are thinking of overtime. We have to work, yes. We have to work because if we, if we don't work, we can't eat. We can't live. The Bible says so. Oh, we have to work, but not at the expense of your soul. Because everything will pass by. Everything will pass, but your soul is going. Your soul cannot die. Hallelujah. So I ask myself, most of the time I ask myself, what is the use? Just think about it. What is the use? Many of us, we have life insurance. You understand? But the true life insurance is securing your soul. The true life insurance is what you do for the Lord. Hallelujah. It's not the life insurance we are buying here to leave behind. That is not the life insurance. Hallelujah. It's your soul. Is your soul insured enough? Hallelujah. It's our soul insured in Christ. You see, and time is like money. I always say time is like money. If I use time to do overtime, I don't have time to... So even when you are tired, you can't even pray properly. When you are tired, you want to read the word, it becomes a sleeping pill. Isn't it? Yeah, we can't read the word, we can't pray. We can't do anything. We call ourselves Christians. And we're expecting God to come in for, uh, to, our, to intervene in our lives. Hallelujah. We have to be zealously affected. 
because we are not here forever. One day, our time will come. And I was saying in first service, I, didn't even, I don't know how I ended up this age that I have. You understand? Because as long as I was 20 and all that, you know, and one day I just woke up, I'm like, hey! <laughs> what is happening? You wake up on your knee, I'm like, hey, you go one uh, jogging, you come back, or exercise, you come back, your knees. Amen. So we are all, we, all of a sudden. <laughs> Sometimes I, 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 I wish we can stop the clock. You get to uh, third year, you pause it. Boom. <laughs> you are not moving. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. And I heard Apostle Joel. I heard Apostle Joel saying that what will happen, like if a pregnant, a woman is pregnant, okay, and the baby thinks that, oh, I'm okay, very comfortable in this amniotic fluids. You understand? Very comfortable here and live its life as if the stomach is everything. What a mistake would that be? You see? The longest you can say is nine. The most ten, you have to come out, whether you like it or not. It's a must come. Hallelujah. So we cannot live all our life here as if this world is everything. Hallelujah. Whether we like it or not, one day we will be called home. We are trusting God that we will live on. He has promised us with long life I will satisfy you. Hallelujah. We are trusting God for that, yes. But every day of our lives, we have to live it as our last. Because you never know. When God tells, you know, we say that, ah, I miss my daughter or I miss my son so much. Come home. To you, you think you are losing something. To him, he's receiving a daughter. He's receiving a son. And over there is glorious. Hallelujah. We want to finish our race. We want to finish what is given to us to do. Hallelujah. So in the midst of activities, I want to encourage all of us that we should set our hearts, we should set our mind on the things above, on him. So we keep our zeal, we keep our love, we keep our passion. Hallelujah. Because many things will come to fight it. Yes, many things will come to fight your love and your stand for the Lord. But we have to work above it on ourselves. Hallelujah. So that we will stand and hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Because if we spend all our time, you know, uh, living here as if this is our last, we will make a great, great, great mistake. Hallelujah. Are we being blessed? They gave me five minutes long time, and I have to respect the time. It's 128. So uh, I believe that we have heard something. Amen. We will bring it to an end, and God willing, if we have other opportunity, we will continue somewhere. Amen. The Lord bless all of us. Let's be on our feet, and let's thank God for what we have heard. Let's thank God for what we have heard. That we will live our lives right, that we can be called home at any time, 
that we, we cannot compare ourselves with one another. We have been called to different race. We have been called to different assignments. We were not called on the same day. Father, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Oh, my shebebe, we thank you for your word. We thank you for what we have heard tonight. I mean, this afternoon. Father, we bless you. Help us, Lord, order ourselves well in you. Father, it's our prayer, Lord, that we will not fail, my God, in our love and our affection for you. We will not fail in our zeal, Lord, for the things of you and for you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, my shame, baby, baby, pray for yourself that God will give you that grace. God will give you that grace to focus on him, to set your affection on things above. God will give you that grace to run the race that is set before you. Pray that God will give you that grace, uh, that grace to finish your course, to finish it well. So one day when we stand before him, we will hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Father, we thank you. Let me I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No afternoon to give your life to Jesus this Jesus that we are talking about this Jesus who came to die for us to shed his blood for us because of love 
because he did not want us to perish, because he wants to help us in our walk, in this our life. If you want to give your life to Jesus this afternoon, please raise up your hand and I will pray with you. Raise up your hand, raise up your hand, raise up your hand. Everyone say after me, Father, I thank you for this afternoon. I thank you for your word that has come to me. I thank you for sending your son, your only son, to come and die for us. This afternoon, I invite Jesus Christ into my heart to be my Lord and my personal Savior. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. Wash all my sins away. Cleanse me with your blood. And write my name in the book of life. My name is... Mention your name. Pamela Usudeku. Please write my name. In the, book of life. in the book of life and help me and help to live for you, to live for you all, the time. all the time in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Amen. amen let's put our hands together for the Lord and let's take our seat okay we have communion we hope that you've been blessed Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.